ladies and gentlemen. You're listening to the Pucks and Nucks Podcast with Man Dan. Uh, let's get ready to rumble! Welcome back. We're at episode 11 now of Pucks and Nucks. It's Matt and Dan here. We got a, someone joining us in studio. Dan will introduce later. We're going to start off by doing some news. And then after that, we're going to go into our NHL redraft of the 2003 NHL draft, as well as taking live callers while that's going on for our contest. Today's uh, episode is sponsored by Anthony Atosto. Anthony is a former junior hockey player. He is our most listened to guest and our second most listened to episode of all time. All-around great guy, and he's joining us today. Anthony, what's going on? How you doing, man? Hey, guys. How are you doing today? We're great. Uh, we're happy to have you here, you know, uh, sponsoring our contest and answering the calls, being our receptionist for the day. Uh, so while that's happening, uh, it's 2.50 right now, so the phone lines will open up in 10 minutes. In the meantime, we're going to talk about the news and then uh, dive into the redraft, like Pona said. Yeah, so uh, before we go into the NHL, I know we're a hockey podcast, but... Uh, some news came out from the Blue Jays uh, training camp there. Some players are showing coronavirus symptoms. Uh, and then to go to the NHL, the Tampa Bay Lightning have shut down their facilities because some players had tested positive for the coronavirus. And and so my question to you, Dan, is this is all taking place in the state of Florida. I know we're a hockey podcast, but the NBA is supposed to be going to Florida. What, what does this mean for the NBA? I don't know. They haven't been really progressive when it comes to all this, uh, you know, shutting down, lockdown stuff. The the UFC's been going on. They've been running it safely, though, so credit to them. I hope they can do the same with the NBA and the NHL, but uh, definitely not a not a good start to the return to play phase two uh, and phase three coming up, I believe. Um, so not a great day for the NHL, um, but, you know, there's, there's still a, f- uh, a few weeks before training camp starts and then a month or so before games are actually scheduled to happen. So a 14-day lockdown and, you know, get back at it is is still within reach. Yeah, it does make me worried a little bit just because this has happened in the NHL. It's happened in a situation where, like you said, we're still in phase two, which is small number of people on the ice. So for that to happen in such a small group, I mean, it worries me for when we get bigger. Well, yeah, let's let's dive into it. So Tampa Bay, obviously, how many players do they have test? Like three players and two coaches, they say? I think so, yeah. So, um, you know, not not good numbers, right? Like we can't, you know, it's, it's too early. They're only allowed six guys on the ice up until like the first week of July. So like how this happened is, I don't know, I would like to sit, you know, maybe speculate there was a break in protocol or something. But um, like who am I to tell guys to... You know, this is like we talked about last week, like like if they got families and stuff, they're not going to be, you know, loyal to the Tampa Bay Lightning who, you know, have a chance at making the Stanley Cup. Like it's not a big deal at the end of the day right now. 
Um, so there's a lot to factor in, but I still think the NHL can pull this together. Now, before we get Anthony's opinion, because I do want to hear what he has to say about this, um, one of the players, not even with the lightning that has gotten coronavirus, is Austin Matthews of the Toronto Maple Leafs. Um, for for him to get it now, I mean, he's uh, he's in Arizona when I read the report, so he's not even with the team. So I I don't know. It's 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 tough. Yeah, for sure. Um... We see with Austin Matthews in Arizona right now, they're having a lot of outbreaks, about 1,200 new cases a day. Their hospitals are running at about 83% capacity. You think there with the um, warm weather that it wouldn't be affecting them that much, but I guess that's not doesn't seem to be the case. And sucks for him, sucks for his team, but he's going to have to quarantine for 14 days, hopefully get better and be on the ice uh, right when he can. Yeah, no, I just, it, it's uh, it's different when, when they're outside of Canada, right? Because uh, I feel like we're doing a better lockdown, a better job with the lockdown, even though obviously we have 10 times less of a population than the United States. Um, and speaking on that, uh, Trudeau said he's open to having a, um, a hub city in Canada and allowing players to, you know, quarantine for 14 days and play in one place in Canada. So um, I don't know, because I know Vegas has been an emerging spot. Orlando has been talked about. What, what do you think of this? Yeah, uh, again, I think it would probably be better if it was here. I mean, like Anthony said, Arizona's a lot. Florida, I think, had a lot of new outbreaks recently uh, within the past 24 hours, even as when we're recording this. Uh, so it, it's, it's up in the air though. I mean, everything could change in two weeks, right? I mean, it, it, they go bi-weekly with this whole coronavirus thing, right? It's two weeks, 14 days, you know, you hear it over and over again, right? So who knows until we start or we actually get closer to the day when we're going to start playing. I mean, I don't, I don't see an announcement coming for the hub cities for, I'd, I'd say probably two weeks after they start training camp, right? So it, it, who knows? It's up in the air. Yeah, a lot to be factored in. A lot of time still remaining. I know everyone's optimistic and hopeful we'll see NHL games soon, but the return to play was just, you know, to keep everyone's hopes up even more. But games won't start for another five weeks, I believe, uh, at the least. So, uh, and no hub city to be announced, hopefully, in the next couple of weeks as well as, you know, lockdown continues. Uh, we'll figure all that out later. But uh, we're going to go set up the phone lines right now, and uh, we'll be back at 3 p.m. All right, so the phone lines are now officially open. We're expecting our first caller anytime soon. Actually, right now, we are already getting our first one. Uh, Anthony, pick up the phone. Hey, welcome to the Pucks and Nucks podcast. What's your name and where are you calling from? Um, Matthew from uh, Burnaby. All right, Matthew. Your question is, what podcast did Matt and Dan first guest on? Can you repeat the question, please? Yes. What podcast did Matt and Dan first guest on? All right, well, thanks for calling, and try again later. Yeah, no chance. Thank you. I don't see a purpose of calling in if you're not even going to try and guess, but that's all right, so we'll send it over to our next caller who we're getting right now. Hey, welcome to the Pucks and Nucks podcast with Anthony Natosto. Your question is, why did Matt say Nikita Triamkin struggled with the Canucks? Uh, because it was, um... I heard it was because of his lack of uh, pace on the wing, and I feel like he could have uh, could have gelled better with the team if he um, he spoke the same language as them. 
Unfortunately, that is not the answer we were looking for. The correct answer we were looking for was his helmet was too small. Thanks for calling the Pucks and Knocks. Please give us a call back. Thank you. All right, so we're starting the day 0 for 2 here on callers. Um, very uh, uneducated guest, to say the least. Uh, a lot of detail, and we're just looking for a quick three, four-word answer. I hope people don't think we're trying to confuse them that much. But uh, another caller coming in right now. We're going to send it over once again. Hey, welcome to the Pucks and Nucks podcast. What's your name and where are you calling from? Hey, Michael. All right. Your question for the day is, who did Matt and Dan email to be their third co-host on the show? Oh, what's his name? Uh, the commissioner, uh, Gary Bettman. Yeah, ding, ding, ding. You, you get to win a free round of golf with Matt, Dan, and the one and only Anthony DeTosto. Congratulations. Thank you. Thanks very much. D- please DM the in- official Instagram page for more information. I'll get on that. Thank you. Thank you very much. All right, uh, that concludes our contest. Congratulations to Michael from Burnaby for uh, winning the contest. He'll be joining us on the links sometime in the next couple of weeks. Um, but we're going to move into now the uh, 2003 redraft. A um, lot, of, lot of technical difficulties there, hey? We, we struggle with that one for sure. Absolutely. There was a lot of technical difficulties, but we, did, we were able to work around them and find a winner fair and square, which was always good. Yes, uh, so we're going to move into the 2003 NHL redraft. Um, Obviously, one of the greatest NHL draft classes of all time. Every first-round player played in an NHL game. Only two played in less than 20. 14 became all-stars. Nine of them won Stanley Cups, and 12 represented their countries at the Olympics. So, uh, overachievers, to say the least. So, um, we're going to flip a coin now uh, to see who goes first. We're just going to do the first round, first 30 picks, and me and Paul are going to go back and forth representing the various teams. What do you want, heads or tails? Uh, I want heads. Okay. Heads never. Heads never fails. It's tails this time. Damn it. Tails. So I got the first pick. So first pick, uh, the 2003 draft belonged to the Pittsburgh Penguins, and they acquired that pick from the Florida Panthers. Uh, they had originally taken Mark Andre Fleury, and I think they should have taken somebody else. To be honest, uh, they did end up taking this this uh, draft pick later on. Uh, 121st to be exact. So, with the first pick, uh, I'm taking Paul Biznasty Bissonette. Biz. Loves it in Vancouver, by the way. Media king. Uh, good for Paul. Good pick, Matthew. Uh, I think, I think my team's just now superior to yours, no matter who else you Well, considering I'm a player, absolutely. Um, second pick belongs to the Carolina Hurricanes, and they're going to take who the Carolina Hurricanes took, and that is Eric Stahl. All right. Uh, third pick goes to the Panthers. They got this one from the Penguins. Uh, I'm going to take uh, someone our sponsor knows really well, Mr. Patrice Bergeron. Great pick, Ponis. Great pick. Two-way player all the way. He's a fantastic player, future Hall of Famer. All right. Um, so pick four now. I will take um, – this was Columbus's pick. Um, and this guy originally went 49th, so second rounder to Nashville and one of the best D-men of, this, of the last 10 years, Shea Weber. Uh, that's a great pick, Dan. Uh Definitely somebody who, if you look back, should be drafted higher than uh, than he was. Uh, now moving on to the fifth pick. Uh, the fifth pick here went to the Sabres. 
the guy I'm going to take at number five is my boy, favorite, one of my favorite goalies of all time, Marc-Andre Fleury. Marc-Andre Fleury. I had him a little, uh, little lower. Um, to be honest, on my list, I know he was the first overall pick in this draft, but I think there's some other guys that could be taken. So with pick six, I'm going to take, uh, he fell, to be honest with the opponents in between our draft. I'm going to take Ryan Getzlaff. This pick belongs to the San Jose, uh, San Jose Sharks, and they would have landed their man, Ryan Getzlaff. Yeah, uh, definitely somebody who I would have taken next had you not taken uh, Ryan Getzlaff. Uh, at number seven, uh Gonna stay the same pick, uh, like Eric Stahl. Uh, I'm gonna take Ryan Suter once again. Ponus, I had this guy a little lower to be honest with you. Um, I'm gonna take a guy who originally went 17th overall to New Jersey, and I'm gonna take him at eight to the Atlanta Thrashers, uh, Zach Parise. All right, the now uh, Winnipeg Jets, um, ninth pick in this draft went to the Flames. One guy who I was shocked to see so low. Uh, I'm going with Joe Pavelski. He was taken 205th overall. Um, just shocking a player of that caliber was taken so low. Absolutely. Um, I thought you were going to take Calgary's guy who they already had, Dion Phaneuf, to be honest no. with you. Um, so then I'm picking 10th now, and I'll take um, this pick belong to Montreal. Um I'll take Thomas Vanek. All right. With the 11th pick going to the Flyers, they got this one from Phoenix. Actually, well, now Arizona, the Arizona Coyotes. They're not Phoenix anymore. Uh, I'm going to take the dirtiest Canadian player probably to be playing in the league right now, uh, Corey Perry. He went 28th overall to Anaheim. Yeah, that's a good pick. I was about to take him, but instead I'll have to take my first goalie here in a pick that belonged to the New York Rangers. This guy originally went 64th, fell all the way down there to Detroit, Jimmy Howard. I had uh, Jimmy Howard's one of those guys I actually had a, a bit lower. Um, now we're going to move on to 13, which belonged to the Kings. And uh, this guy didn't move up for me too much, but uh, I'm taking Brent Seabrook, who went 14th to Chicago. Uh, he's been solid, solid with Chicago during there. Prime time, I guess you'd call it. All right, with the 14th pick, I'll take um, Stellar D-Man, who actually scored 20 goals in the the following season after this draft. He originally went ninth to Calgary and has fallen in our draft. Dion Phaneuf. Yeah, I had I had Dion a little bit lower um, than than this even. So, not to take away the fact that he's not a great player, but uh, he is a fantastic defenseman. Uh, my guy now, uh, 15 was originally drafted as a right winger, uh, drafted by Minnesota at 20th overall. I took Brent Burns, so he'd be going 15th to the Islanders in my draft here. Okay, then at 16, I will take uh, a D-man who fell all the way to 245th and was taken by the Blackhawks in this draft. Um, obviously one of the better defensemen of this generation, Dustin Bufflin. Yeah, my favorite clip of Bufflin is when they were in the playoffs against Nashville, and he comes in from behind, and he just pulls the two guys right off the backs of uh, of his of his players that was uh that was quite the quite the clip there so we're gonna move on now to 17 uh 17th pick belonged to the devils this was from the oilers uh 17th pick i went with jeff carter jeff carter was uh a big part of 
the whole LA dynasty, I guess you could call it, that that they had their little mini run. They had what three cups in five years, I think it was. So, uh, fantastic player for them, and uh, fell a little bit in our draft, but still a fantastic player. Nice pick. I was just about to take this guy, so instead at eighteen, I'm gonna have to take um, Dustin Brown. Dustin Brown would have been my. My next pick. They went eleven and thirteen in their draft years, so they went they went seventeen and and eighteen in our in our draft here. Nineteenth uh, pick goes to the Ducks. I'm gonna take uh, Ryan Kessler, who went twenty third to Vancouver. Ponis or Anthony's favorite player. This guy, you know, he's trashing on Milan Lucic. This guy's done nothing in the league. This guy's been nothing but um, a middle of the pack player his whole career. Trashing on Lucic. This guy's a cheap player. He had his shot at Game 7. He did nothing just like the rest of that shitty Canucks team they had that year. And, yeah, he's no one will remember him in the league, that's for sure. Yeah, um, anyways, whatever he said, ironic that I ended up having him going to Anaheim where he finished his career. Yeah, thanks thanks for your advice, Anthony. Always uh, appreciated. Um, at 20th now, this pick belongs to the Minnesota Wild. Uh, I uh, Instead, I would take David Backus, who went 62nd to St. Louis. So a steal for them. Uh, go, moving on now, 21st, uh, Anthony's team, the Bruins. Uh, this pick was from Toronto via San Jose. So a lot of movement around in this pick. I'm going to take uh, another goalie, Corey Crawford. Yeah, nice pick. He was my uh, highest remaining goalie, who yeah. actually he went 52nd. To Chicago, so another steal for them. Uh, so now at 22, this pick belonged to Edmonton. Uh, they originally took Mark Antoine Puglio, uh but instead I'm going to take Mike Richards, who fell three more spots in this draft in in the in the real draft. That was that was my pick right there. Uh, we'll move on to 23 now. 23 was the Canucks pick. Uh, they took Ryan Kessler, but he moved up a couple spots. So with the 23rd pick in the 2003 draft, the Vancouver Canucks taken Louis Erickson. That worked out well. <laughs> I, uh, I, I'm going to be honest with you, Ponis. I didn't have Louis on, on this list in top 30 whatsoever. Uh, he, he was, he was you know, you got to look further than the, this, these past few years. Well, obviously, he's like 52, but like still, like he only really played good with Dallas. Yeah. Right? Yeah. And I was fresh out of the gate. He went to Dallas. So. It was fresh out, I was fresh out of the gate when he went to Dallas. I'm taking my boy Louie. Okay, six, you can six, take him. Six goals, six million dollars, six goals is a million dollars a goal. Um, yeah, for, okay, go for him. I'll take, uh, I'll take a guy who fell significantly to 148 with uh, St. Louis. Another steal for them, uh, Lee Stepniak. Um, we're going to move on now to 25. Uh, this pick was with the Panthers, uh, given to them, fr- given it, given to them from Tampa Bay. So with the 25th pick, a uh, guy moved up one spot. I'm taking uh, Brian Boyle. Yeah, good, good pick. I uh, if I had that spot, I was going to take Tobias Enstrom. So I'll take him right now at 26. That was my next. Tobias Enstrom originally went 239 to Atlanta Thrashers at the time. So uh, just a huge steal for them late in this draft. Uh, yeah, so that was 26 to L.A. We're now going to move on to 27, which also went to L.A. from Detroit. 
Uh, I'm going to take... Running out of names here. I'm going to take Yaroslav Halak. He went 271 to Montreal. Uh, and he's still going. He's with the Bruins now, isn't he? Uh, back up for Tukarask. Uh, got to see him when he when they played in Vancouver there that game when they lost nine three to the Canucks. Um, well, like, too bad you guys can't bring back twenty eleven. <laughs> Try not to riot. These Wait. Boston fans, hey, they're just like the Celtics. I know. They, live, they live their two thousand eight championship <laughs> yeah, like it was what you, yesterday. What do you guys live by? Their two thousand cup. Their two thousand eleven championship like it was yesterday. All right, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. moving on to twenty eight now. Uh, I'm going to take uh, a guy who originally went 291st to Ottawa, which was, what, second or third last, um, Brian Elliott. Yeah, uh, solid, another solid goaltender. I know goalies tend to go later, so it's not a surprise that they went 271, 291. You know, that's typically when goalies go. It's very rare to have a goalie go even in the first round, like Marc-Andre Fleury, especially that early. So I'm going to take now at... 29, correct? 29. Pick number 29, Ottawa Senators. The Ottawa Senators are going to take a guy who fell tremendously. I don't even know if Dan has him on his list, but I thought it might make Anthony happy. Nathan Horton? Yeah, Nathan Horton. Yeah. Um, Originally third overall. Yeah, third overall fell to what we have him, 29 in this draft. So quite shocking. He, he's just a tremendous player. He had a great 2011 Stanley Cup playoff run until... Cheap shot by Aaron Rome, and that that was really what one you could definitely argue that that was one of the points that turned that series around and made the Bruins wake up. And at the end of it, didn't work out well for the Canucks, and it worked out well for the Bruins. And he was a great inspiration to the team. We love your insight. Yeah, thank you. Uh, Completely unbiased. Yeah, all. no, not not biased. This is not biased. Yeah, no, it's just right. straight facts from Anthony Detosta. Okay, the last pick. In the reorganized 2003 NHL redraft, I'm going to have to take a guy who went 263rd to Pittsburgh. Um, and he's going to be drafted by St. Louis instead of the 30 spot, Matt Molson. All right. So that wraps it up. We're going to post a little spreadsheet with the results, the, the final results. Yeah. And, uh, and yeah, you guys will be able to really see in case you kind of forget or, you know, you want to follow along. And yeah, judge us. Um, Definitely. I know Dan was judging me with Louis Erickson there, but come on. It's Louis Erickson. So that wraps up episode 11 of Pucks and Nucks. A uh, little bit of a shorter one today, but, uh, you know, we just wanted to mostly get the contest done. Uh, so congratulations to Michael from Burnaby. Uh, we'll be in touch with him and watch our social media for updates on how the, the game goes. I know Anthony's score is not going to be published, but that's all right. Um but yeah, thank you to everybody who called in. And uh, Anthony, what are your uh, final remarks? Well, yeah, thanks guys for having me in the studio today. It was a lot of fun. We was able to see how a lot of the behind the behind the scenes stuff. You know, a lot more goes into the podcast than what the average person would think. It was a lot of fun in being in studio. Congratulations to Michael from Burnaby. Won a great contest. And uh, yeah, it was a lot of fun. And um, hopefully, we can do this contest again soon. Yeah, thanks to everyone who called in. Congratulations to Michael, and we'll see you guys next Monday.
vision. The sun may rise in the east, at least it's settled in a final location. It's understood that Hollywood sells Celebrity skin is this your gem? 